This is Together 24-7, episode 112. I have a great new idea for a new contest. I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay, so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So what do you win in this contest? You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes. And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review, and email it to us. And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website, www.together247.net, and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed, because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month. Good luck. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your host, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Welcome. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Barry. How are you today? I'm, I'm still good. Awesome. You were good earlier also. Yeah, half the day is gone. So I've been good since I woke up this morning. It's, it's all good. So is dog. Dog is good. Dog is good. Tell us why we just said that. We just said that because we've got Gila and John Kurtz of Dog is Good. Uh, on the show today, and Dog is Good is an award-winning lifestyle brand for dog lovers. We're cat lovers. No, we're dog lovers, too. We're dog we just lovers don't too. have any we dogs. We just don't have any dogs. We just don't have any dogs. We travel too much. So, uh, Dog is Good. Uh, Gila and John have been in business together for nine-plus years with Dog is Good. They're out of Southern California. They have been together. They're married and together for 27 years. They have one daughter, two dogs... And uh, their their daughter is 19, and the dogs are 10 and 3. A Japanese Chin Henry and a Labrador Retriever. A Japanese Chin Henry is the name of the dog, <laughs> and a Labrador Retriever, Bolo. See, now, now, you're, you're now, reading wait, the bio, but I'm, they don't give the name of the daughter. No, they don't give, they, they don't <laughs> give their daughter's name. It's or, or the down, breed. Or the breed of the daughter. Daughter human. Daughter human. But daughter is Abby. <laughs> That's right down here. But see how I was confused? Because Henry is capital H, and then the rest is all small letters. And then over here, Bolo um, is all caps. So why is Bolo's name all caps? Okay. Sorry, I, I was cracking up because how many times does my daughter end up being the, um, the, one, the afterthought? No, I'm just teasing. Um, Bolo, all caps, because it stands for be on the lookout. And there actually is a whole story around her um, introduction into our family. It was part of a very large corporate giving program that we were involved in a few years ago. Um, and Bolo happens to be the name of our logo dog. So that's why we keep it in all caps. That's why you keep it in all caps. So that's the logo dog. So um, Gila, for you, you live a life inspired by the dog. Um, it, that's your personal philosophy. You've embraced the anecdotal lessons uh, that you've learned from hundreds of dogs, you are, by training, a dog trainer, 
by education, a dog trainer, by education, a dog trainer, um, you do everything that a dog does. You strive yeah. to live, you strive to live more simply. So do the cats. The cats try, strive to live more simply. Well, dogs try to live more simply. Cats try to live more lazily. I think, um, work more efficiently, play a lot harder. The cats don't. Do you play like hard. your belly rub too? <laughs> oh, that would be for another podcast, wouldn't it? That would be. And then we have to put the adult content uh, message over there. So let's not go there. You have uh, your first book, which is For Covered Wisdom. A dog can change the way you see the world, uh, which became a number one international bestseller on Amazon. So like your dog, you live an active, fit, healthy lifestyle. You like running, hiking. Well, dogs don't really like weightlifting. Although the, they'll lift up the ball and bring it to you. Yes. Cats like none of the above. They like... They, can, uh, they conspire to kill us. They do conspire to kill us, and there is the difference. Um, you're a voracious reader. You only read nonfiction. Come on. You read Fifty Shades, and you know it. You just don't want to tell anybody in public. <laughs> Actually, I'm ashamed. I have not read that book. Uh, I read the first uh, chapter, and I went, I cannot get through this book because the, and, and I, I promise you, this is, I was like, this grammar is too much. And, and that I've been finding with a lot of books, but that's a whole nother story. The grammar is horrible and somebody should have hired an editor for her. Anyway, um, you eat very healthy. However, a, a cupcake or chocolate chip cookie is not safe if it is anywhere near you. That would be correct. That would be correct. Kind of now, and, and I'm sorry, what was that, John? Or a can of frosting. Or a can of... Ooh, can of frosting. <laughs> now Barry's... You have to see the look on his on his face. Mm. He's, he's like thinking about how quickly can we get through with this interview so I can go to the store and buy myself a can of frosting, <laughs> get a spoon and eat it. Mm. Um, you're a University of Virginia Tech graduate. Uh, Virginia Tech University. I said that backwards. Virginia, I do a lot, that, a lot of that. Um, how much... Did John cost you, your darling husband, of the last uh, 20-something years? Because I know you're together 27. Doesn't necessarily mean you're married 27. But uh, how much did he cost you? How much was that doggy in the window? Yeah. He was a bargain steal, yet I still didn't even have the money to make that full-on purchase. So I had to put him on my credit card that night. Um, $75. That was... um, 27 years ago. Actually, it was 28 years ago because we were married like a year later. So that's the night I learned that everything you do, well-intentioned or not, you have to have a strategy. And I didn't know that until I got there. And there was another guy, turned out I knew, and he said, you know, um, in the event no one bids for me, I have a woman in the audience who's going to put out $300. And I was like, oh, my God. I am so unprepared. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I didn't expect to actually win the bidding because bidding prior was going um, much higher. And actually, it was kind of an interesting story. If I, if I mean, I can tell it in sixty seconds. Yeah, no, less. go ahead because okay. I'm I'm laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. So we're at this uh, bid for bachelor event fundraiser for the March of Dimes, and the only way you could identify the bachelors is they were wearing a boutonniere. Then they were there were um, a booklet that you received, and each entry was a number, and they all had to answer questions. So I see John from across the room, and I'm thinking, "Ooh, he's cute. I wonder, you know, I wonder which guy he is." Um, then I'm reading through the book. They all have to answer questions, and they, the typical answers were just so 
so lame. And anyway, I came across number 16 in the book and I thought, oh, this guy sounds great, you know, as though we have a lot in common and it'd probably be a lot of fun. So I flagged that page in the book. John comes out on stage as guy number four. And I was, said to my girlfriend, oh, there's that guy. I want, I, I, let me go look up number four. And I'm reading the answers and I'm thinking, oh, what a shame. Good looking, but stupid answers. And then the announcer comes on and says, we have a change. This is actually number 16 in your book. And that was the page that I had flagged. And I was so excited. So I ended up bidding, thinking I would get overbid. And I just talked to him later um, to introduce myself. I had tried to bid on you, but I didn't get it. That kind of small talk. Strategy <laughs> failure number two on my part. <laughs> I'm always in a hurry to just get get her done, get it over with. And somebody said, hey, I don't want to be number four. I want to I want to go later. Because that person knew that as everybody's drinking and purchases are being made, that things are going to get more expensive when everybody's warmed up. So I was like, oh, my God, I'll be number four. <laughs> I'll get out of here. He, you so. know, he's telling you his answers as though <laughs> the last 27 years have been horrific. <laughs> no, so uh, I did bid. Of all the people there in the town, it was the town of Annapolis, Maryland, and there were local celebrities. Our picture makes it on the front page, to which my students, the next morning, I taught high school seniors and juniors. Oh, no. Yeah, so our page is our picture, along with the stories on the front page, like and the these, section. yeah, the style section, and these guys come in. I'm 21, and so my students are 18, and they're saying, Miss Levine, my dad wants to go out with you. Why are you buying dates? <laughs> So that was that. And John always says she bought me, but I've been paying for it ever since. <laughs> that is a that's such a typical guy answer, John. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, if, if you if you bought the date, who actually paid for the date, the first date that you went on? Yeah, John paid for the date. Yet part of the package was to go out dancing, which to this day. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's one of those. Uh, one of those rules about once you're married, you don't really have to dance again anyway. So. Right. <laughs> you, you were paid, you were bought and paid for, John, and you weren't married at the time. But we'll we'll just ignore all that. You, you realize if this was the other way around, John would be arrested. This is right. true. This is true. Yeah. Well, the money didn't. The money didn't go to me. The money. It went. never does. It never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if it did go to you, it never does. I just get a commission. That's right. So, John, your reputation is as an easygoing, great leader. Um, you attended the United States Naval Academy, uh, and so you were in the Navy. You guys moved uh, over the last bunch of years. You moved every two years. So, thank you for your service, and thank you for all that packing that you did, Gila. I know. Um, you're the co-founder and CEO of Dog is Good. Um, and Did you lose see, your place? One of, one of the fittest... No, this is, this is such a guy thing. Somebody who would go up on stage and get bought. He is one of the fittest 50-plus-year-old guys you'll ever meet and stays healthy. Well, stays healthy with daily high... That's because he never fitness. met me. You're not, you're I, I, I am just a model of health. No, no. And people can find pictures on Facebook to prove otherwise. You do fitness workouts, long distance biking, et cetera. Uh, did you write that you're one of the fi fittest, yeah, fittest guys, no. or uh, well, did Gila write you got that? This, this copy from. <laughs> I, I wrote that. Oh, okay. Well, then it's allowed. Then it's allowed. So, uh, John, well, she you paid up. 75 bucks for him. She could say what she wants. She could say what she wants. This is true. And that was very nice. Um, you know, that was in the 1980s. That was a lot of money then. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of money back then. Um, 
You retired after only 27 and a half years of, ser- uh, of service with the rank of captain. 27 and a half years. I don't Did know you that say I could... only? That's what, no. Uh, after only, I'm reading here. You know, this is every once in a while, I'll, I'll make up my own okay, stuff. Okay, so, so Gila wrote this. Mm-hmm. And she's saying only 27. How many years did, was that? Yeah, 27. So John likes to joke. One of the things, I don't know if I included this in the copy, but he you meet John and he's such a serious uh person or that's the first impression that everybody gets but there is this underlying level of wit and humor and he's really funny actually and so um one of the things that he wrote in his bio for our website was that he went to the naval academy but wasn't did not intend to make it is his career and then what do you say something like 27 and a half years later (laughs) right exactly (laughs) exactly and you uh have a master's degree from george washington university uh, you have a degree from the U.S. Army War College in strategic studies. All of that is really helping with the uh, the, the dogs and, and training the dogs Nada. and the wife. Nada. Yeah. And then you guys uh, created Dog Is Good, and it's a whole online brand, a retail brand. Oh, wait. Brand. You missed something very important in his bio. What did I miss in his bio? He's been married to his first wife, Gila, for 27 years. <laughs> That's that's always a plus. It's a plus. You've I've, been married to your first wife for almost twenty years. I know. And we won't go on. Dog with what, help me. And, and dog help me. <laughs> and we won't. And we won't go on with with, with what what number in the it, you're number one in the ranking, honey. At least in the ranking, you're number one. Maybe not in other things, but anyway, let's let's get on with it, shall we? We so, shall. So, how did you guys do it, um, uh, Gila? Reading, uh, going over your bio. You started this company and you started doing the dog training and you, as soon as you guys moved to a new place, everybody knew your reputation really did precede you as, as a top dog trainer. And then you started Dog Is Good. Did you start the company and then John came in after his retirement or did you guys start the company together after he retired and um, you had all this knowledge about dogs? So we started it together, actually. Um, the way that the idea launched was my return from an education conference, continuing education conference, and my um, inability to find anything for myself personally in the exhibit hall that was stylish or, more importantly, that really expressed what kind of relationship I had, not just with my own dogs, but with the dogs that I trained and also with the, um, the impact that they had on me in, in my own life or you know, daily living. And I just said casually to John, like, oh, you know, the only thing that they had there was a big oversized T-shirt that said, I love my Dalmatian, and I would never buy that. And he said, well, why don't you just start your own? And I thought about it, and I said, oh, that would be great. And then together um, we came up with Dog is Good and um, moved from Washington to California where John was stationed as the – um, commanding officer of the Naval Weapons Station here, and we just launched it from this tiny little room in our house on the on the base, and it grew from there. At that point, um, John made the decision to retire um, when he had the opportunity, and then joined me in the business full time. And now you, uh, Gila, were an entrepreneur in the past as a, a dog trainer. John, I know you're full time naval. Were were there any other entrepreneurial adventures for you? Um, you know, just some side things that, that I also did with Gila, but it's always been something that I wanted to do. And I knew ultimately I'd own my own business. I just didn't know what it was going to be. But when 
retirement time came around, uh, I wasn't going to make one more move. I would have had to retire at 30 years anyway, but I wasn't going to make, you know, one more move it would have been to the East Coast, it would have been a, you know, a step up in terms of responsibility and all that, but uh, we didn't want to move our daughter again. By the time we had moved to California, it was, she was what, eight years old? Mm -hmm. And it was her fifth state. Wow. Um, yeah, including three years in Virginia where she was born. So, um, yeah, so the economy was tanking and the job prospects I had were starting to diminish or required moving. So, uh, yeah, and, and this business on a very part-time basis was starting to take off. So I thought, well, why not? Um, you know, it'll be a financial hit. I'm not going to make a paycheck. But, um, yeah, so at the end of 2009, jumped in full time. And that's what we've been doing ever since. Mm -hmm. Cool. And is Abby involved in the business anymore? And, and for our listeners, in case you didn't catch it, Abby is the other human and uh, their physical human child in this relationship. But uh, is she involved in the business at all? No, she is very, very focused on her passion, which I'm so excited to support um, her pursuit of that, which is the performing arts. So she goes to college at um, the Young Americans College of the Performing Arts here in California. And she, she does little things around here, like sometimes she'll help out in the warehouse. Um, she'll do very basic things if she needs to make some extra money, like put the greeting cards together or fold mug boxes. But um, And she's helped us at some events when we do sales direct to the consumer. But other than that, um, she really hasn't been that quite involved. And because she hasn't um, really shown great interest in wanting to pursue this, uh, we just support her in her own endeavors where she really shines. Absolutely. Absolutely. And did she try coming home with a cat one day and you just said, no, no, that's it. We're done. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> we would love the cat. We have tried to have cats. Uh, John is very allergic. And so um, we have not been able to. But um, she always asks me, actually one of the best stories ever as far as how we added another, do a, uh, another dog to the family is she asked me if she could have her own puppy because the two dogs that we had were, were basically mine at the time. She was seven years old and I just looked at her and said, oh, you're preaching to the choir. You know, there's not an animal I'm not going to say no to unless it's a snake. And she begged her dad, she wanted a dog and her dad kept saying, no, no, we're not getting another dog. And one day she was upstairs in her room spending a lot of time. And when she came down, she had presented to me a book called The Day I Got My Puppy. Aww. Written and illustrated by Abby Kurtz. And it was beautifully written. And she, of course, she, she should be a lawyer. She, she had all, she had her whole case made out. Well, we also at the same time learned that we were going to be moving from Washington to California. So when John came home from work that day, I handed him the book. And I said, hey, here's a book that Abby wrote. After you read it, you can tell her that you're also, that not only can she not have a puppy, but she, you're going to be moving her away from all of her friends to a place where she doesn't know anybody. And, <laughs> and he looked at me and went, ah. Oh. So, of course, we have a third. We got the third dog. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys are hysterical. Wow. <laughs> totally hysterical. So... So go ahead. Try to ask a question now. Go. I can't. I can't. All right. In the business, tell us a little bit about 
the the business, the day-to-day operations, and then who's doing what in the company, uh, how you check in with each other, and how you make sure not to overlap to the degree that you want to kill each other. <laughs> so people often ask us that question, and I bet with the nature of your show, a lot of the couples get asked that, the same question too, like, how do you guys work together and not kill each other? Um, we have another employee here, a great friend of ours, and people always think that they are the husband-wife team because they go at it. <laughs> It's a lot of fun, but um, we go, go at it meaning cheat. Yeah, they yell at each other. Yes, yes, we we got that, and and <laughs> no, we don't have to put the adult content rating on. Yay! Okay, great. So um, John and I do a really good job of always being respectful of not only each other's space, but of each other's talents that they bring to the table, and trust each other to follow through on what the tasks at hand really are, and are also not afraid to ask for support in areas where we feel like we need, you know, a little additional help. So my main role with the brand is in, in sales. It's getting the brand out there to direct to the consumer. It's building accounts across the country where we sell um, wholesale into retail locations, working with sales reps and things of that nature. I also am starting to cross over into a lot more of the marketing um, working more closely with our marketing and creative team. So those are the areas that I absolutely love and really enjoy. Um, and then John, you want to share what you do? Yeah, I'm more of the um, operations, financial, strategic planning. Um, we both are heavy on the creative side as well. Neither, neither of us can draw a stick figure. But we come up with, um, I'd say, if you look at Everything in the book, we, between us, we probably come up with 80, 90 percent. Yeah. And then we just have to direct someone, which is often painful, on what it should look like. And, yeah. You know, we'll know it when we see it. Right. But Try um, to describe to an artist. Yeah, but we we don't overlap much in, in what we like to do or what we're inclined to do or are good at. And um, although Gila often helps me with arithmetic. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> Now I'm 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 more I'm more the numbers guy. person. Um, I'm probably better with details, though I don't like, you know, waiting around in mm -hmm. uh, in details of things. I'm the one that ends up being the catch-all. So it's really, um, yeah, it really works out well. I think we're a lot different in that way. In, in fact, we went to a kind of a, um, I guess, a business education forum. It was a week-long thing, not too long ago, and we each took a test that gives you these, uh, you get four color-coded stickers that go on your name badge based on where you are after you take this test. So I don't remember the order, but I came out, you know, red, yellow, blue, green. And she came out the exact opposite. Which is a perfect match. And also in some other tests that we've taken, business-related, wealth dynamics in particular, I, I'm i very heavy in that, um, in a outgoing energy this um, they call it star energy and so, uh, so I'm the I, I'm really the the front person in the brand the the energetic the cheerleader if you will um, support on the team and John is really strong in all the analytic logistics operations so it's it's amazing that we literally are polar opposites in that regard 
and that's probably what makes it work so well. Yeah, and it, it also causes some friction. So con consider this scenario. So Gila says, I have a great idea. I'm so excited about this. This is this is our million dollar idea. <laughs> and then enter me, the morale suppression team, because, well, okay, <laughs> let's think about this. You know, and I'll, I'll think six steps forward and then just totally douse the flame. You know? Well, and I've told him, so this is how we communicate through that. I say, okay, so I get super excited. I'm not thinking, I'm thinking only through the immediate. And you're thinking 20 steps down the road, logistically, how could it work? Really, is there profit margin, et cetera, et cetera. Just let me have my moment. Just support the idea and go, that is a great idea. When we get a chance to look through, let's, that's a great idea. Let's take that on to evaluate if down the road, if this would make sense for our business. And, you know, and, and so if, I, if we frame it like that, then I get my, okay, cool, I'm excited. And then I, he will point out where it may not work. And I'm in agreement. But, um, but I will say this, for most of our very best-selling designs, I always know what's going to work. And not because I'm brilliant or I have some incredible business background that would uh, provide me with what I need to, to do to make that analysis. It's just this gut feeling because I get the dog lover and I just know the emotion by which things are really going to move. And so the designs that we have brought forward um, after pleading certain ones end up being some of our best sellers. Okay, so now I need to ask this question. And a follow-up question. So, John, did you get it? Like, she told you exactly what to say when she comes up with an idea. D did, you, did you get it? And, you know, are you implementing that and saying oh. it's a great idea? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was working on some email. What was that? <laughs> you, you, okay. And, and then I also want to point out here, once again, uh, that he went to the U.S. Army War College in Strate and he studied strategic studies, strategy, strategizing how to win. John, <laughs> take uh, the lessons and apply them. Here, here's the thing. Gila, this is what you need to do. You need to write a little book that says, my great <laughs> idea, illustrate it. <laughs> and written by Gila. And plan Kurt. to move. <laughs> and plan to move. Oh, gosh. So with, with that in mind, what has been your biggest entrepreneurial disagreement and how did you work through it? Hmm. Bueller. Okay. I, there, part of one of the biggest disagreements that I think we've had is something that probably came to fruition more in terms of hindsight. And again, it was a gut feeling in terms of um, working with some outside consulting where early on I felt this was not going to be in the, it was not going to be the best move for our company. And John persisted with it. Um, we didn't fight about it, but well, I didn't yeah. think we had given it enough time. Yeah, and, I just and I we get, had a contractual obligation. Yeah, but we could have broken it. I think yeah. the um, they're still arguing about it. You I hear know. That? I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that would. I think that would be it. Yeah. Or, but I tend to not look backwards on stuff. Yeah, like that. he doesn't. Lesson learned. Move on. Keep mm -hmm. going. And is that is that how you work through it? You just say lesson learned. Move on. Yep. Does yeah. it? Well, does it carry over into your personal life? 
sometimes I think it does. But again, we try. We never go more than a couple months without talking to each other at home. <laughs> oh, that's so. good. Good. <laughs> good. So you get yeah. over it fast. Yeah. No, we do try to. Um, we do. I will. I, I will say that we definitely are guilty of talking business a lot. Probably. No, it's much yeah, anymore. Yeah, we do. Um, but part of that is we're both so busy during the day with our offices in different parts of our building that um, there are a lot of things I need to catch up on. Yeah, we don't actually talk a lot during the day. How do you do that? Because I've been trying to do that for years with Catherine. She just won't stop talking yeah, to me. Build a bigger, build a bigger uh, office. Um, yeah, we're just put them on opposite sides. There's just yeah, a, a million, a million balls in the air at any given time, and we're working. You know, ninety percent of the time, we're on, working on different things. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of days I have no idea what she did. She has no idea what I was doing. So you should catch up on that later when we walk the dogs. That's a good time to catch up on it. It's mm -hmm. the best time. So now, what what would you consider some of the joys at, that you've experienced being together 24-7? I think really getting, broadening our respect for each other in terms of what we bring to the table and understanding each other's personalities um, at, at a much deeper, greater level. Yeah, I think just share, sharing in the wins mm -hmm. is good too. I mean, it's something you it's something you did together. You know, a lot of times, I think I don't think I would like doing this if I was alone. You know, if everybody in the building was an employee, um, you know, there's a certain trust factor. I, I guess that would largely be missing. But I guess it depends on who you're you know, who your closest advisor or employee is. But I, I, I like that, that it's a shared win. Okay. And, and do you do anything to separate your business time from your family time? We probably could work on that a little bit more. We, we try to, lately, we, I would say this year is probably the first year that we've started to um, try to do less business in the evenings and on the weekends. Um, I think a lot of that had to do with some epiphanies that I had a couple years ago. Um, really the stress that I brought on myself with some of the projects that we were doing here at work and just getting to that realization that it cannot be all about the business. The, the other thing that we've started to do, which I think is really helpful because we do so much together and we are together 24 seven, we, I probably didn't do as much with my friends, my girlfriends and girlfriend time is the best time. I just love that. Um, so taking more time to hang out with friends separately, you know, so we can just, you know, have, I can go out for girls night and John hangs out or he's got a couple friends that he'll go over and watch games with things like that. It's kind of nice to have that time also apart. Yeah, we we do that now also. In fact, Catherine just last night made a commitment with one of her girlfriends that uh, the once one night a month that I have boys' night, they're going to have their girls' night. So I think it's real important. It's just a little time to for the guys to you know decompress and just I don't know, just not having to be on your game. And for yeah. us, it's just 
to talk out. about the guys. Well, no, no, we don't talk about <laughs> you at all. We Negatively. Just, no, we don't talk about you guys at all. First of all, nobody in her life right now, but mostly we just sit around judging other people. <laughs> we sit at the bar at happy hour and we judge other people and then we go to the movies. Um, well, <laughs> it's true. This is what we do. You want to know what we do on Girls It's Night. nice to know you're not thinking of me. I'm not thinking of <laughs> you. Not at all. <laughs> all right, guys. Let, let's move along off of that subject. Um, are there any books that you've read that have really helped your business along that really just resonated with you that you'd like to let our listeners know about? I think one that is a classic that I keep reading over and over and over and over. There's actually two. One is Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And then The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. And then we read constantly. Um, the book that I'm reading now is a marketing book by uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Jab, 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 right hook. And that's really good for, for just learning different things. So I tend to switch off between things that ha- will help me grow and build the business and then things that grow and maintain my mindset. Yeah, I think the best business book I've ever read, uh, 2002, um, Good to Great by uh, a Collins book. Mm-hmm. And I think Jim about Collins. that. Yeah, I think about that all the time. I always kind of go back to that. I've read a lot, a lot of books. Um, but I always take something away. I always try and find something, and I'm generally pretty good about putting it to work right away as well. If it's if it's something that kind of resonates with me, and um, yeah, so I, I'm always. In fact, I got on Amazon today and ordered a couple books. I did. I did. Hmm. I did. One's called The Great Game of Business because that was recommended. I bought The Boys Boys in the Boat, which is nonfiction, but it's not business. And then there was a third one. I can't remember what that was. Hmm. But I got it used because it was too expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Next, you'll get a Kindle. It's even cheaper. That's right. Um, So you you said something, John, I find interesting. You said, uh, I read the book in 2002. Uh, Is there something, I I, I don't remember what years I read anything or watch any movies except for 1977. But (laughs) is there something that specific that makes you remember that it was 2002 that you read that book? Because I knew where I saw it. I remember exactly where I was and when I bought it. And I can always identify <laughs> the time something happened because I can remember where I lived. Because, every, you know, he has we, this... we moved, we, you know, we've moved so many times. It's like, oh, I remember that was the Panama City Airport. And, and, of course, we lived there. And the year was, you know. Such and such. Plus, he has this crazy long-term memory that is like every kind of commercial that we all ever saw when we were kids. Um, just detail, weird detail like that. Great long-term memory. Not so good short-term, but great long-term. Is it the same long-term memory that wives had that have that get the husbands in trouble? <laughs> yeah, generally. <laughs> oh, wow. Not, not unlike that. And if you can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? For couples that are working together, yes. Know, have, be very clear on what your strengths are and what your weaknesses are. Respect and support your partner's business partner, husband, just your partner, whoever, your partner's strengths. 
and um, you know, hopefully they, they and have hopefully they reciprocate that, so that you're not stepping on each other's toes. There's just nothing worse than your um, partner trying to impose what, how they think you should be doing what you're doing when it's in your area of excellence. Got that, Catherine? I got it. I mean, you got it. So I, yeah, no, don't, I, don't I got step it. on my toes. I, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm right. We don't we don't dance as uh, you know. You refuse to dance as John refuses to dance. So I'm not going to step on your toes now, am I? Because you and John both refuse to dance. Refuse, but the, it's <laughs> a refusal. You and I need to go dancing, girls' night. I know, right? <laughs> it's a refusal for a reason. I look like an idiot. <laughs> it's as simple as that. We go on vacation. Nobody's ever going to see you again. All right, so seriousness aside, we had, well, fun too, but um, let's get away from business for a little bit, shall we? And okay. let's get into the food round. Woohoo! Guys, okay. what is your favorite meal to cook together, or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? I like to play it like the Newlywood game. What would be my favorite meal, John? <laughs> Kale. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's where you lose me. Yeah. <laughs> he lost it. You would, you, the answer salmon. would be, there it's you go. Anything with salmon. Anything with salmon. Yeah. And, and Gila, what would John's favorite meal be? Yeah, Gila, what would my favorite meal be? Yeah, your favorite. And part, and part two, when was the last time we had it at home? <laughs> Uh-oh. Um... I think John's favorite meal has to do with anything beef related, like a beef. You made it the other day, like a beef stew or. Oh, a, that was an experiment. Yeah. Um, no, I, I'm a I'm a red meat yeah. person. Yeah, you so, go with the red meat. Yeah, absolutely go with the red meat. All right, oh, and the okay. the last question is red, not meat, red, white, or beer. Oh, easy. Okay, what what would I answer? Red. Yep. Ding ding ding. And he would answer IPA beer. Very specific. Very specific Ooh. IPA beer. Yeah. And and Barry would answer anything but IPA beer. Pretty so much, there you yeah. have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and take a break. Uh, give some love to our sponsors. And when we come back, we will hear the pet peeve of the day. I can't wait. I know. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. 
And we're back. You know what time it is, Catherine? It's pet peeve time. Yes, it is. You know how I know that? Because we just like stopped for you know ten seconds so that you could edit in a commercial. Two commercials. Two commercials. I I don't know. Hey, we're living the high life. We're here. living the high life here. So we're going to edit in two commercials, and uh, possibly three. Is it three with the contest now? No. No, it's just two with the contest. Okay. And uh, so we edit those in, and then we count to 10, and then that's right after the red, white, or beer. And then we come back, and it's the pet peeve, and that's how I know it's the pet peeve time. Plus, I'm done, I'm, I'm, I've run out of questions here on my question sheet. Guys, what's your pet peeve? <laughs> you should have seen the look I gave her. Pet peeve. Slow. Yeah, slow walkers. So... When I have to make a right turn to get to our warehouse, it's by a high school, and my goodness, these high school kids walk so slow when we're waiting at the light. And I'm always shouting in the car, walk like you got a purpose, because they certainly seem like they need one. Now, are they walking slow or are they just standing there? Because I know when, when we go uh, back east to visit Barry's parents, and he lives right near a high school, lived right near a high school, they still do, and you and we also have to make that right turn, and when they're crossing the street, they just sort of stand there they and do nothing. Not that they're crossing slow. They're standing there and doing nothing, to which I would run them all over, but you say <laughs> something about you're not, not allowed. allowed to. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So do they walk? Because that's one step above yeah, what they, they do in New yeah, York. It, no, it's, They're it's slumbering just, across the street. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Now, are they looking down at their phones or just like uh-huh. zombies, not moving? Yeah, a combination of stuff. No, it's definitely uh, lacking purpose. Yeah. Lacking purpose. <laughs> now, I know, Gila, you had another another slow walking piece. Yeah. I would say slow in general. I think because I'm so type A that I have this approach to things that's, you know, whatever it is, let's get it done, let's get it done well, let's get it done fast and um, move on to the next thing. And so uh, when people are generally just slow and, you know, taking their time, that kind of is a pet peeve. But yeah, when people are walking on the sidewalk, a busy sidewalk, not like in a neighborhood, but a downtown area, and they're taking up the entire width of the sidewalk and walking so slow and you can't you can't get into the street because it's traffic, um, and you can't get around them. That would be a serious that was a serious pet peeve of mine over the weekend. And I I can feel your pain on that one. Uh, we're we're originally from New York, and I used to work in Manhattan, and I did field service fixing computers, and I would always be walking from office to office fixing people's computers. And as Catherine knows, I walk very fast, uh, very fast. It's it's almost a run the way I walk. And you get stuck behind people. You're just trying to get around. You're just trying to get past, and you can't because you start take a step to the right, and they take a step to the right. Take a step to the left, they take a step. You just can't get around them. You just want to smack them. Yeah, this is true. Now, see, I I had the ultimate because for a number of years I worked in the Empire State Building. Not only Mm -hmm. did you have slow walkers, you just had people stopping and looking up. Right. And I'm like, get the hell out of the way. This is an office building. It's not just a tourist spot. So there you go. Slow walkers. You know what, guys? You can continue to be slow. Just move to the side so the rest get of the, the world. Get the hell out of our way. Just rest like of the world. a car. Go to the right. Slow walkers to the right. That's right. That's right. So Gila, John, 
Dog is, in fact, good. Dog is good is the name of the company. It's a lifestyle brand for dog lovers. So for all those dog lovers out there, now you have a place to go. Uh, dogisgood.com is uh, the website, and we'll have the website and all kinds of other information so you can check it out on the show notes page. Gila, at together247.net. At together247.net. Gila John, thank you so much for taking the time, uh, sharing your life story, sharing how much John is in fact worth, or how much was that doggy in the window. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, because I'm the first person that ever uh, ever came up with that one when you told the story. But seriously, <laughs> thank you guys so much for sharing, and uh, we'll catch everybody next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank Take you. care. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsors' links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.